My guys, welcome to another episode of I'm Too Old for this shirt with you, your host, truly yours, Alejandro Solomon. Hey, thank you very much for joining me, guys. I hope you're having a wonderful start to your year. 2022 is fucking here. I can't believe we're already in 2022. It literally feels like 2019 just happened like a year, like not even a year ago, like a few months ago, and now we're in 2022. Someone give me back my life. Either way, I'm not here to waste your time. I'm just here to tell you stuff that nobody wants to hear. So uh, let's start from the beginning. Number one, today I want to talk to you guys about decentralization and why it's so important for us everywhere around the world. I want to I want to teach you guys what a DAO is and uh, how it works. Then we're going to talk about decentralizing the world, and then we're going to talk about the benefits and the negatives for it. So number one, what exactly is a DAO? A DAO it's a decentralized autonomous organization. In this organization, if you want to look at it like that, if you want to look at it like a company, if you want to look at it like an entity, that entity is ruled by a contract, by a smart contract set up by the people who started it. And now people are like, all right, what in the fuck are you talking about, Alejandro? It's really simple. It's a decentralized entity. It's very simple. So what exactly do I mean by decentralized? That means no borders apply. That means it's not from the US, it's not from America, it's not from India, it's not from Africa. That means it's worldwide, it's decentralized. It doesn't have a home. It's not centralized and subject to a certain rules around this world. And now people are gonna wonder, well, how the fuck can you even do that? Let's start with this. Um, I saw a video from Whiteboard Crypto. If you guys go check it out, it's really simple. And they use the analogy for a vending machine. And they grab a vending machine and they say, you know, a vending machine seems to be a process or an entity that gets everything done without the help of a human. But that's not true. A vending machine, you go in, you put your money, you select uh, whatever Coke or water that you want comes out, and then you grab it, right? Pretty simple. But now, uh, as soon as the product is gone, someone's going to have to come in and just replenish that entire uh, entire fridge. If there are, there is too much money in there, someone's going to come in and take the money out, perhaps put some more uh, inventory in, change the coins, whatever the hell it is, uh, add more change, whatever it is, there needs to be a person that's there. There's someone for logistics delivering all of the Cokes, all of the water. So there are a lot of people involved in companies involved in this machine that seems to be working by itself. If this machine was truly decentralized and autonomous, that means that everything would be done, every single part of that process, by machines, AI, or a robot. No humans would be involved in that process. So truly decentralized uh, uh, organizations are something way beyond that. And a lot of people don't fully understand what are the benefits of having something that doesn't belong anywhere in the world. And I think it's rather simple. There's a lot of simple benefits from it, right? And the simple benefits is number one, it's you don't have to worry about trusting it. Why? Because there's no humans in it. So for example, let's say that we wanted to open uh, uh, an organization that's in charge of giving money to the whales, like donating money to the whales, I, I don't know. And then it's gotta do a certain thing uh, with that money for the whales. So I would give out a token, let's say that there's a million tokens, a million coins that I'm giving away from this DAO, the whale DAO, let's call it that. And for each one of these tokens, that represents one vote, right? So you're gonna buy the token, you're gonna hold it, and by buying that token and holding it, you are already participating in the DAO. And the DAO says, as soon as we sell the 1 million tokens, half a million dollars will be donated uh, and will be sent to this uh, bank account, 
So automatically that gets done. There's no human that can go, hmm, maybe I need some of that money. That's instantly done, right? So there's no human corruption. Then the second one is uh, the second order of the Dow. Then 10% of that will be saved for future endeavors. So 10% gets saved. Then we're going to use the rest of the money to create more value for all of the holders. So you have kind of like a democracy, like a full-blown democracy, just based on how much of that token you're holding, right? So if you have uh, out of a million tokens, half a million tokens, then you get 50% of the vote. And a lot of people are going to say, well, then that's a little bit of uh, corruption. Let me give you another example then. For example, I don't know if you guys know this, but in China, um, they don't let people that work at banks, like CEOs at banks, to make more than $200,000 a year. And people might be wondering, well, why would they do that? Because China has a simple way of looking at things. They look at it and say, you're not here to become mega rich. You're here to work for the people and for all of their financial needs. That's what a bank's supposed to be. But in the U.S., we have completely the opposite, right? Like the bankers have more money than fucking God. And they're supposed to just take care of your fucking money. Have you ever thought about that? No? Okay, welcome to the world. So... Uh, uh, the centralized autonomous organization eliminates the need of those people with the big paychecks. So for example, back in the day, insurance, insurance used to work like this. You lived in a small town, everybody in the small town put $100 or whatever they made, and with that money, they would get two or three doctors that were there 24-7 for everyone, whatever they wanted, period. And all you had to do was make your payment either once a month or once a year, whenever you got paid, for that DAO, for that organization to work. The doctor gets the money according to the DAO based on how many times you went to see him and you're safe because everything qualifies. Everything is pre-done. There's, there's no human telling you like, mm -mm -mm -mm. in here, you're gonna, make, you're gonna make us lose money. So I need to fuck you over. So there's none of that. It's properly ran organizations without human corruption, if you wanna look at it that way. What are the benefits of these entities, for example? The benefits of these entities is simple. No corruption, you can trust it because everything is on the open up. There's no humans trying to get rich with this. It's literally a smart contract and a lot of people don't understand what a smart contract. A smart contract is not just a contract that's really smart. A smart contract, it's a program. So a smart contract is me telling this program, hey, whenever you reach $250,000, send a wire to that. That's a smart contract. It's, it's a commitment. Uh, that it's already established that will happen once you reach whatever like whatever the rules are so that's what happens the other thing is you can't you can't stop one of these why can it be stopped it's rather simple it can't be stopped because it doesn't belong to a single territory it's decentralized it doesn't belong to the u.s it doesn't belong to mexico it doesn't belong to canada it doesn't belong to china it's literally something that belongs to the entire world so it cannot be stopped by the fbi because the FBI has no jurisdiction over something that's decentralized. It cannot be the Interpol because it's the same shit. It can be the uh, Communist Party of China because, again, it's decentralized. That is the beautiful thing about it. So if you're really providing a benefit to someone where a, a, a country or a nation or a president or a person has a conflict against it, and I'm going to give you the easiest example possible. Let's say that someone came up with a cure of cancer, Right? If you did that on the open up, and I'm sure most of you guys know, the pharma people would not let you do that because they make so much fucking money giving you chem uh, chemotherapy 
that chemotherapy, that it's not worth it. It's not worth it for you to get fined like so fast. So they're going to milk it as much as they can. Now there's a lot of RNA, new technology and lots of new stuff that's going to change the world. But I'm talking about corruption. I'm talking about like an easy, simple example of uh, how you cannot be prosecuted for doing something that's good that countries do uh, in these type of uh, scenarios. So another thing is it's open source. You can see everything. You can see the code. You can see what the idea is. And... Um, you can see how it works. You can understand all of the intimate secrets and all of the transactions that that DAO has ever made. So that's incredible. The only bad thing about that, and this is some of the bad stuff about a DAO community or a DAO entity, is rather simple. There are no business secrets. There's nothing that you're hiding from people because you basically told everybody, this is, this is what we're doing and this is what's going to happen if this happens, if that happens, if that happens, if that happens. Now, the cool thing is, uh, and the other thing is, obviously, because everybody's got access to the code, everybody's got access to the transactions, maybe some people can fuck with it. But as you can tell, there's one common um, uh, behavior here, and that's the human behavior, which is the one that's fucking everything up. So if you can automize things and eliminate humans, you're going to fucking be way better off than if you were just giving people the power because over and over again, we've learned that they're willing to fuck us. So why exactly do we need decentralized stuff? So the best part about it is, for example, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a truly decentralized coin and form of payment. Why? This is something that people don't understand. What is Bitcoin mining? It's not a guy going into a fucking thing and then just mining the Bitcoin. It's not like that. Bitcoin mining and... Bitcoin mining means that, let's say, Facebook uses all these servers, right? So they can hold all, all, all of their data. How many people logged in, what they did, what they like, what they don't. They hold it in this fucking building that they're standing in right now. In, in Bitcoin's case, imagine that everybody from a different country came in, picked up one of the pieces of the servers, and took it home. So it's everywhere around the world right? So it's decentralized. If you want to shut it down in China, which is what happened in China, all of the miners are going to go elsewhere because it creates and generates opportunity and money because it's a system that rewards the system. It's not a system that's rewarding only a few. It's rewarding anyone who wants to be a part of the system. So Bitcoin has shown us that decentralization is the way to go. Why? Because right now we have a problem. We are held by our governments around the world and their corruption all of their entities and all of the politicians and all of these fucking big companies that have been fucking bribing and paying everybody to do whatever they want have destroyed our world little by little and are destroying right now our present at a fucking pace that we can't even understand with the money printing with corruption with uh, uh, monetary policy that's basically terrorism in certain ways etc so the beautiful thing about Bitcoin and about decentralization is you're grabbing something that governments rely on so much, and that is coin, their money, their fiat. The U.S. government wants everybody in the world to do all of the trading dollars because it gives them power. But what happens when people leave the, do the dollar alone and they go into Bitcoin and they start transacting in Bitcoin or in any other fucking crypto? What happens? That money, the U.S. dollar, goes to shit. The, the problem with the governments is the, the governments were supposed to be set up to provide services for the people that lived in there, right? So I pay my taxes because I want the benefits of being here. So now 
Can anyone explain me why in California I'm paying more taxes for the benefit of being fucking mugged on the street by a homeless person that Gavin Newsom fucking put out there so he can make some money building some properties and then renting it up, renting them out for himself? Can anyone explain to me how is that the government working for me? It is not. And our government and, and the people that rule all of the world right now are completely aware that they can do whatever they want and there's no one that can do anything because you need our coin. All of the corruption in, 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 in Congress, all of the corruption by our politician, how do you think that happens? With cash, cash payments. American cash is what really fuels the war. It's what fuels the corruption between all of the politicians, the companies and the politicians, the bribes from all of the companies when they kill so many like hundreds of thousands of people like Purdue is doing with their opioid crisis that they caused, etc. So if you remove the use of the fiat currency by everybody in the system, the system would collapse. And by that, I mean the government would stop, you know, being able to do whatever they want with the money. They would have to literally go out there and start getting some of the new money. And that is Bitcoin. It's unrelated. It's literally uh, uh, doesn't have a CEO. So it's literally independent from everything. And you have to work for it. That means that Bitcoin's not going to reward you for your corruption and for all of the dirty shit that you fucking did and are doing right now. You're going to have to go out there and purchase it or be a part of the system to provide for others. That is the beautiful thing about decentralization. It's opening the door for all of us, anyone in this world, to be a decentralized entity and get the fuck out of here. So I have all my Bitcoin in my wallet right now. Let's say the U.S. goes into whatever, Lebanon, Greece, and all of these other, Mexico and all of these other countries have gone in into, which is hyperinflation. And then they freeze your bank account and they take your money out because that's happening in all of those countries, right? I have my Bitcoin in my fucking wallet. You can't take it away from me. I want to get on a plane right now. I'll get on a plane right now and get the fuck out of here and go to another country that will accept my, my Bitcoin as a payment. And that won't prosecute me for it. So it really opens the door for every, everything to be more fair, for countries to have to fight for... Uh, the people that are there for them to stay. And that's the way it should be. We're seeing it with El Salvador right now. They're doing, it's not an experiment. They're doing an incredible job at incentivizing people to go in there and also to live that decentralized life. Because why would you want to, like, why would you want to be ruled by a government that's ran by politicians that have all these corrupt, like all of these corruption links with everybody else and he's making money 100% off your fucking sweat back in tears? Like how? How does that make any sense? They've shown us a million times that they can't do anything for us. We've seen our coin go from literally this to nothing, right? We've seen the U.S. get from great to worse. We've seen pretty much any country that's treated like this place go to shit because of the people that are in charge. Decentralization, and this is why Jack Dorsey quit Twitter, because he truly believes in this shit, because this is the future. Because there's no need for us to have white fucking cottonheads up there in Washington making the decision for us after getting paid billions of dollars by the companies. No more of that. That, my friends, is why we need decentralized everything. My name is Alejandro Salomon, and I hope you guys learned something today because this is the new world that we're going to live in very soon. Let's go, decentralization. Bows.